Life special patron episode number four. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you are making us a part of your week, whether you're tuning in right now here uh, a day after we record this, if you are an exclusive patron, or maybe two weeks later if you're not a patron. But if you want to be a patron, you can find all that information down in the show notes. And to join me here on the show, who's normally on every episode with me, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's up? Love doing these. And yes. I also love when we have people doing doing them for the first time. Ooh, like timers. we have how many? Two? For, uh, we have two first-timers? live first-timers. We have an audio clip later on right? uh, with a first-timer. From a first-timer. And an email. For the first mm-hmm. time from a first timer as well so we got uh, so yeah we have we have the old with the new which is yeah. always great yep yep so a uh, big thank you guys obviously for continuing to support the show you know who you are out there i'm gonna give a quick rundown here we got j17 falcon lagness phantom flyer 09 purple trader sergeant gray fox sir dagobah astastic a trying a train 99 wsw classic squid joey guns matt x clark in old man Zeus. Thank you guys for continuing to support the what, show. We what happens? It. What happens when we have like a thousand Patreon uh, subscribers? Are you gonna list them all? Then I gotta list them, and we speed it up and condense it to like. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. we, we should do that. So we'll just don't have to do it every single time. Yep. We'll just keep that file. This? You ready? I just did it. What's it. I just did it. You didn't even Done. hear it. I just did. It. I just did it. All. It's all people got. I love it. Yep. It's how fast. <laughs> The people we have, which we need to extend that. So if you want to be a patron, you can yeah. find that information in the show notes. But Chris, you know, hire the micro machines guy. That's what we we'll do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. For, I don't forget enough income from that to hire the the uh, <laughs> micro machines guy. But uh, all right, let's jump in here with our first caller, and uh, this is one of the guys who's uh, supporting us from the very beginning, and that's J Seventeen Falcon. Falcon, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, guys? Nothing much, man. I hear uh, you're over there playing some Destiny before hopping on here. Yes, playing the new season of The Worthy. It's uh, it's pretty good so far. Is it worthy? I, it is. It is worthy. Okay. <laughs> I will say that. Awesome. Uh, you haven't played it, Mark? No. You know, yeah. I, you, you I know what, you actually, portion. hold on. I love wait this a portion of the podcast. That's right. Falcon, what we need to do, you know what I actually did yesterday? Uh-huh. You're going to love it. Resub to yeah. 14. Oh yeah, I, I gotta finish it, man. I gotta finish Phantoms the story exactly. before we go into uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. So I just right. I, had, I had to put that out there. But what yeah. you got for us this month, Falcon? Um, well, um, I actually just got back a couple weeks ago from a business trip to Ohio. I was not able to meet up with Classic Squid. I was wanting to, but work had me so busy that like you know overtime and just constantly just working like 12 hour days and then just going home to the hotel sleeping and waking up and doing it again but yeah. um it was kind of cool to go visit the you know ohio because i'd never been there before um so i've been up to that a little bit and then with the extra money that i made on that trip i actually made a purchase recently i've been putting it in the chat the drum set yeah I've been really excited to have that so I love it man I, I started playing it just uh yesterday and Chris put something in the chat like, "Oh, this is the first thing you have to play." But man, <laughs> that's that's way out of my league, man. <laughs> but, um, I did play though. Like the the first song I went to was uh, 
Breaking Benjamin's song from the Halo 2 soundtrack. Yes. The- oh, yes. It's my favorite song to play, man. Yep. It's so good. Um, See, I forget that they were... Uh, when I think of the Halo 2 soundtrack, all I think of is Incubus. Okay. And That's I, right. And they had the, that track on there, yeah. They had, they had a lot of tracks on that. Sound, and I forget that Breaking Benjamin had a song on there, too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And... There's a part in the song where he just goes ham on a freaking China symbol, and I don't have a chi- I don't have a China symbol, but I need one. <laughs> so, All right. anyways. So what yeah. what what's your um, what's your living situation like for being able to play drums? Like, do you do you have cool neighbors? Like, do you live in an apartment and you're okay to play with neighbors? Or well, we have put, neighbors. Like... I, I'm gonna put soundproofing up. I was gonna I def- say. Yeah, I definitely want to put soundproofing up because I don't want to bother anyone. But, I mean, soundproofing is not crazy expensive depending on where you buy it and, you know, what kind or brand, I guess. So I'll just kind of get what I can get and put up as much as I can and just maybe add little by little. Like Even if like (laughs) I I buy one wall's worth of soundproofing for one month and then the next month buy another wall. Here's a quick question for you, Falcon. You know, I don't want to take up too much of your time with me asking this you you or even christmas but like you know back when i played in bands like we had you know we everybody had their own amps and we had you know we were micing the drum sets we had you know the nice snake going with all the the chords in it well my father now is playing in in a band down here that we're living in charlotte it's they play more like classic rock type stuff this new band that he just joined nobody uses an amp and the drummer isn't even using an electric drum kit he has like just it's like a almost looks like a mixing board per se, but just with small little paddles. And he's just playing the drums on that. That's it. Really? And then they use an iPad and that's all their levels. And even they have monitors in their ears. You know, they have like the, the uh, earpieces and they control everything with iPads. Wow. I don't know what, and I, my dad was showing me this. I'm like, is this the thing now? And he's like, yeah, this is the third band that he, I mean, he's hooked up with this band now, but the third band, like in the last month or so that he's, that he's trying to, to get back in. And um, every single band was using a system similar to this. Is this like so a thing like all, now? So he goes, he plugs his like bass just directly into an interface that goes into oh, this okay. computer or whatever that then links up to all these apps that these guys have in their okay. iPads. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't weird. know that. I, I've never really gotten into the technical side of like being in a band or anything like that. Okay. I never was really in a band. I, I kind of regret that, though. I wish I would have just done it like... Even if you don't make it or you don't get big or make money, it's the fun, experience man. would have been worth it, and yeah, I should have fun. done it. But yep. But now I just kind of play for fun, and you know who knows? Maybe later, if like I have some old buddies that play and they want to get together, I can maybe hook up with them and just do a jam session I, or something. I was, I was gonna say, Chris. I think I will say in our Discord chat, seems like a lot of us are somewhat musically inclined we may need to start an enthusiast life band where we all like one person (laughs) records something passes off that audio file and we all just add to it just for the hell of it just to have fun how cool would that be like that would just be great just like do something that is a thing man that is oh what is it called there there is a website where that's exactly what you do you connect with other people you upload the file like okay i'm the bass player here's my bass part yeah and someone is in charge of putting it all together but just to have fun doing it i mean that's that's great yeah, okay. yeah. I'll tell you this, oh man. Like, if you want to get into it, mm-hmm. uh, wedding bands—they make tons of money, man. And yeah, all you gotta do is make the money. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Go. You know what? That's that's a good. I mean, everyone always needs a drummer. It always seems like someone needs a drummer. You know, a drummer and a bass <laughs> it's player. Like, that's what they. It's always needs. the one you need. 
Remember, remember, uh, was it crumbs around here, Turk? Remember that website, crumbs, the local, oh, to, the yeah, Cap- to find, to find groups, in, yeah, in yep. band search or something like that. Yeah, you, you, you just basically like Craigslist for musicians in, in the Albany area. I will tell you this, Falcon, being that I mean, my college band, we played probably what six years we were together, and we played in kind of all different size crowds and all that. I know Chris <laughs> is telling you the wedding band for the money. But playing for, like, especially you being into, like, Breaking Benjamin and that, playing for a rock and roll crowd, dude, that has nothing to, you know, they're, they're not there for oh, the wedding yeah. music. They're there just to kick some ass. There is nothing oh, yeah, like that at all. It is the best. I know, man. Greatest well, I've been to, been. I've been to rock and roll concerts. I've been to Silverstein three times. And I don't know if you know who Silverstein is, but they're, they're pretty heavy. I know and Shell Silverstein, didn't he write uh, Where Sidewalk Ends? Wasn't that, that book? <laughs> they, the, the band is based <laughs> off of him. Like, they, they, they got their band name from him. Like, his... I guess oh, they really, really? liked his poetry. Really? Yeah. No yeah. Shit. Yeah. But they, uh, they're kind of heavy. They're semi heavy. They, they have like sectional screaming. And so when they get those like really heavy hitter parts, like the, the place just goes nuts. And I, oh, I remember nice. going to those concerts and just loving it, man. It was That's what I'm saying. Great. Imagine being on that side, you know, being mm. on the stage. Oh yeah. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah. Oh, man, what do you got sweet. for us, man? You got a, You got a question or a topic or. Uh, yeah, I got a topic here. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. So this is a this is a movie I watched on the plane, and I did watch Parasite on the plane, and I just I don't get it. I don't know why it was so highly revered. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched Parasite. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't, but I need you to explain to me. Like, all, the only thing I've seen about it, obviously won the Oscar, but like, yeah. what what is the overall, I guess plot because everything i read about it it's like oh it's kind of the the separation of like the rich and the the poor is that what it is like what is it it's kind of every which way like it's like you think you know what the movie is and then all of a sudden it throws a curveball at you and i think that's why people like it so much but Mm -hmm. i just found it off-putting and i found it kind of not really like engaging i don't know that was just me though it it was just one second you're thinking that it's just following a rich family and then you figure out, oh, it's the poor people trying to insert their, their their selves into their lives and basically take over. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like a horror movie for a second. And then there's like a natural disaster that's taking place in the city. And then it's just kind of like all over the place. And I just hmm. I didn't see the appeal and I didn't really care. Is it for like it much, uh, have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yes. I have Obviously, seen Cabin totally in the different Woods. movie. But is it, is it that level where like kind you of, think it's crazy. one thing? And then it's mm-hmm. like just the complete opposite of that almost. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You get kind of like, oh no, did that really just happen? And yeah, there's, there's little parts like that in there. Okay. But anyways, that's not the movie I really wanted to talk about. I was just kind of mentioning that I watched it on the plane, but I watched a uh, peanut butter Falcon. Uh, I wanted to see that. Have you, have you either of you seen it? No, no, I wanted to see that. Okay. You need to see this movie. It yeah. is so freaking good. Like Shia LaBeouf's like, his acting is just on point. Hmm. He's so good in it. The the Down syndrome kid that he uh, acts alongside the entire time is just hilarious. He's so cool. He there's little moments in the in the movie that are just so like endearing and humbling and hmm. and it just reminds you that you know there are people out there that maybe have these disabilities but they are normal people. They have the capacity to do great things and they it, it just teaches such a good wholesome lesson and it just has like that heartwarming feeling throughout the entire movie and it's it's just awesome and mark you'll like it too because uh the the down syndrome kid he has like a love for wrestling 
Oh, and really? He wants, nice. Yes, and he and he wants to be a pro wrestler kind of nice. thing. And in the whole movie, he's like chasing this. Uh, there's like a wrestling camp that he's trying to get to, and like that's the trek that they're taking is to get to this. Oh uh, no way! Wrestling. That's awesome. Oh yeah, it's and that's where he gets the name Peanut Butter Falcon. But yeah, it's hmm. it's. What so did you watch good. that on? Wanna... Was it just on the plane or was it on the plane? Okay. Yeah, on the plane, and then I had to buy it when I got home, and I bought it and watched it again when I got home. It was it was so good. Cool. And um, kind of something that I was gonna kind of tangent off of that. So when I was when I was younger, uh, I played junior jazz. That's what they call it here in Utah, where you play like the little league basketball, right? And my dad coached me all through all through high school and everything. You know, my dad kind of coached me on the junior jazz. Like I didn't play on the actual high school team, but I always did the city league. And uh, anyways, there was this uh, Down syndrome kid named Dan. And he loved to play basketball and he loved the Utah jazz. Like he was always like going to the games and everything like that. And my dad was very aware that this kid maybe won't get picked first, you know, and he actually went out of his way and my dad would actually get Dan on our team. Like every oh, that's year. awesome. It was so that's cool. cool. Like to see him just so excited to play and everything and there was this one moment I remember I was in like eighth grade and Dan was on our team and he was, you know, he was like older, but he was on our team. And uh, I remember the, the, the game was really close, but we were losing by like uh, seven points or something like that. Like it was a three possession game and we only had about time for one more possession. So we kind of knew the game was lost. I mean, this isn't serious. It's just junior jazz. Right. And, the there was a kid on my team that I didn't really like. I kind of butted heads with him. Well, he gets the ball when they inbound it, and he's just kind of holding the ball. And I said, you know, give the ball to Dan. I remember saying, give the ball to Dan. Give him the last shot. And he just kind of stared at me and wouldn't do it. And then finally, with like about three seconds left on the clock, he passes the ball to me, and I, <laughs> I kind of gave him this look like, why are you passing me the ball? And so I passed the ball to Dan. And Dan's up at the top of the key. He's at the three-point line. And he just takes this three-pointer shot, and buzzer beats this. Nails it. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Takes this three-point shot. (laughs) And as the buzzer's going off, it just swishes in. Uh And the crowd went nuts. And I remember this. Awesome. (laughs) I just remember seeing the smile on Dan's face. We lost the game, but you wouldn't have known it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. In that moment, we won the game. No one cared about the other team. Everyone just cared that Dan got that shot. And I just remember thinking back to that moment when I was watching this movie, and it was just so, like, I got wow. emotional. <laughs> it was wow, so man. good. That is killer. But you love seeing now, those videos, man, like of, of kids doing that, like getting yeah. the last shot, that have, like, some disability and just sinking it. Those yeah, and, never, ever get old. You almost oh, wonder, yeah. do, do you know anything about that kid that wouldn't throw you the ball? Like, you know, as he's older now, does he look back <laughs> at that moment, you know, and think, like, Man, yeah. I was so dumb back then. Like, why would I have done that? You know, like, why didn't yeah. I pass it to Danny? Even though it seems like maybe that this setup was actually even better, but obviously he sh- he should have passed it to Dan. You know, uh, exactly. Just, but hopefully, you know, no, hopefully that was a life lesson for him, man. Which he's still a dick. He's I'm sure. You know, I almost, I mean, I almost fought him like three times in high school. I remember being faced <laughs> like in his face, like we were like chest to chest, like about to throw hands, and then like people would pull us off each other. Like I just hated this kid. 
and it just Crazy. shows like here and he ended up on my team you know and he, then he did that and so i hated him even more but you know everybody has somebody know. like that from high school you know that you just yeah. never got along with no matter what oh yeah that's the way it was <laughs> man. everybody Crazy. but i got a question though because you mentioned uh what's the what well, i forgot the name of the movie or not peanut butter falcon the other one that you didn't really parasite. like one that one the, parasite. parasite so is there a movie that sticks out to you that like the critics loved and it got all these like awards and great reviews and you saw it and you were like, eh, I don't get yeah. it. I mean, something like Parasite. Is there another movie, even for you, Mark, is there one that you that sticks out to you that was like a critical darling, but you just couldn't get into? Because I'll tell you one that I got. I'll give you time to think about yours. I, I've never been into Goodwill Hunting. That's a good one, okay. man. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I remember seeing that movie and halfway through, I'm like, does this get good? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I, I see like where this is going and he's going to get like some therapy and he's going to, you know, deal with all of his anger issues and he's going to become like this great person and go get the girl at the end. And that's exactly what happened. It was so predictable and the accents were annoying as hell. So (laughs) I don't know. I just did not care for Goodwill Hunting that much. Mm. I have to see it because I've I've never seen it, and that might no, be no. kind of embarrassing to admit on the no, show. No, but... no, 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 I don't think it is. You know, you know, it's yeah. one Chris that I think about that I didn't really think was super funny when I first saw it, but like as it's aged, and I probably watched mm-hmm. it like a hundred times now, it's hilarious. Is mm-hmm. um, Napoleon Dynamite? Really? First time I saw it, I was just like, okay, I guess that's <laughs> kind of funny. Different. And now it's like one of my favorite movies, like oh ever, because it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. Nothing happens yeah. in that movie. But it's just the more you watch it, the better it gets. Yeah. I, and I, it just you weren't nobody can if, if you went into that movie not really knowing what it was totally about, which is technically nothing. nothing you're right. Yeah. Um, you, you're not prepared for that. Yeah. There, there was never a movie like that before. No, never. That was released. It's crazy. So, yeah, I could see that. I could see that being an odd movie the first time you watch it. Yep. Yep. Good. Yeah. Do you got one Falcon or no? Uh. Another one, I'd have to think about it a little okay, bit yeah, longer. You know but what? yeah, all, all right. Well, cool, man. Well, we appreciate you joining in here. Obviously, this month, I know we'll probably have you back again next month on the show. And uh, of course, we always appreciate you continuing to support the show, man. Yeah, no problem, guys. It's fun. Thanks, Falcon. I love it. All right, dude. Yeah. Awesome, man. We'll catch you later. Okay. Man. Catch you guys later. later. See ya. I like that question, Chris. I would love other people to ask to yeah. ask you guys, ask the audience that. Like, what's a movie? That everybody loved and everybody gushed over, and you just it didn't click, yeah. didn't click right. with you. Right. Actually, there's some interesting answers. Email us theenthuslife at yeah. gmail.com. All right, Chris, let's move on here to our next patron. This is one of our first timers, one of our new okay. patrons here, first time appearing on the show, Sergeant Gray Fox. Gray Fox, what's up, man? Not much, man. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Pretty good. Where are you calling from, dude? I am uh, calling from uh, Richmond, Indiana, right in the border of Ohio. Ah, okay. Chris, I, you... I always like to get like, uh, like what you're fans of, you know, sport related. So, uh-huh. is it like Hoosier basketball? Like, is it like don't you have to be like a fan if you live in Indiana? Like, you have to be an IU fan if you live in Indiana. However. Since I was in the military for eight years, I have a little bit of discretion where I can go there. So I'm a uh, Florida Gators guy. Oh, ah, okay. okay. However, right. football is my main thing. Right. And uh, I didn't think I had much in common with you, Chris, until I realized 
diehard Broncos fans. Oh, oh, oh yes. Wait, hold on, hold on. I just, I, I'm sorry. What was that, Gray Fox? I think we're losing you. No, I, think, I, I, I think we're losing you here. Heard him loud and clear. I love it, man. That is great. All right, Turk, you can go away. We're just oh. going to have a Bronco conversation. <laughs> so we I got, love- wait, hold on. So we have you, Chris. We got Gray Fox now. And we got Falcon. Are all three Broncos fans, right? Yes. Oh, oh. I'm pulling them. Pulling them. Oh, I love it. Damn, man. All right, man. So we're, all right. Now, I'm glad that I know that. We can have some pretty good conversations now on the Discord. Oh. Yeah, Not living in Indiana, I tell everybody I'm a Colts fan unless they're playing the Broncos. So. Okay. Right. So you like the horses, the horses uh, in, in the football, right? The Broncos and the Colts. All Broncos were once Colts. You got to be a Colt first and then you're a Bronco. That's true. There yeah. you go. Yep. Peyton Love Manning it. proved that. Um, so, Fox, what do you got for us tonight, man? Oh, not much. I just got, haven't been able to join you guys uh, in the last couple months because uh, work kind of per- – precludes me from being able to do that but uh um, a little bit about myself man i'm a uh, 40 plus year old father of three teenagers um worked in the medical field for over 20 years so me and, uh, me and mark have a little common there type mm-hmm. uh, huge broncos fan avid video gamer uh, destiny definitely um a little bit of call of duty here and there I like uh, all my rpg shooters and action adventure games um, trying to join Mark on uh, Elder Scrolls lately, but uh, computer's a little outdated. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, <clears throat> interviewing for a promotion at work right now, so if that goes through, maybe I'll just have to buy me a new laptop or a new laptop to be able to game PC. on. Hey, you know what, though? That thing, that game, what? Elder Scrolls is five, six years old, so you don't need you don't need too beefy of a machine, so you could probably get a, you I, know, I, a, a nice budgetly priced PC and you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. The laptop that I'm on now, I bought when Elder Scrolls first came out. Oh, okay. So I ran through Elder, you know, the first 50 levels and played the original campaign on gotcha. this PC. But now I feel like it's a little outdated. Well, let me ask you this, man. Just kind of a, a good, good question. I think you, you know, you may be an example why I think some people may enjoy Elder Scrolls and maybe have never tried it. Is like, is it the fact that it's more action based? Because I actually just said to Falcon, we had him on the show. I actually resubbed to Final Fantasy 14 today. Just because I was like, you know what, I just want to play through the story. And those games, as the, I mean, you know, they're both listed as MMOs, right? Big MMO RPGs, but they're yep. so drastically different. Like Elder Scrolls is very much an action game. If you play that, is that one of the things that kind of drew you to it, or is it more just the RPG, Tamriel side of it? I find that I'm just, I, I just get really into the RPG gotcha. side of okay. leveling up and gaining new skills and advancing through you know through levels and stuff that's just kind of what grabs me in a lot of games gotcha how are you feeling about kind of the state of destiny right now just kind of oh man <laughs> <laughs> come on give it to me here give 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 it to me so I've, I've been busy all day and i was able to jump off for about the last hour and a half waiting for you guys here and uh <laughs> the new season started today season right. of the work yep um not quite sure that i'm worthy because i don't really know what the hell's going on <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I enjoy Destiny. I mean, it's going to be my uh, obsession, you know, yeah. the game to play the most um, of any game. But I I kind of like the new season model they've gone to because it gives me okay, some time to go into other games. You know, I get through the you know the majority of it and do some stuff here and there, but then I've got a couple weeks to go and play some other games. I, I, feel, like, I feel like you're stretching. 
<laughs> like to to really like this game. I, it, it's so funny. Like whenever Mark asks people about Destiny, and I can see their facial expressions, it's they always get a smile and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's cool." It's not like, "Oh my God, this game is amazing!" And look at what I can do, and I can do this and that, and I'm raw. It's always like, "Yeah, oh yeah, Destiny, that's cool." <laughs> We may yeah. be there though, Chris. That, see, uh-huh. see, my hope with Destiny is we don't know what's coming this fall, so we're still kind of waiting to see. But I'm thinking this fall, if mm-hmm. they do kind of not not saying they're going to go past this season model, but maybe if they whatever Destiny three is whatever that is, the whole new evolution of the game, hopefully we'll bring it back to its glory days. Because I'll be honest with you, Fox. For me, like I mean, do you listen to Guardian Radio? Obviously, that's that kind of how you found the. Right. So, I mean, to me, Destiny 1 was just everything. Destiny 2 came out, definitely enjoyed it. Um, you know, as, as things have kind of gone on here, I just started kind of falling away from it. And I, I've been trying to think over, honestly, like the last year, like I can't put my finger on what it was that just I kind of lost my passion for the game. And I don't like what keeps you now. Is it do you have a group of guys that you play with every single week? Is it more that like getting together with your buds, or are you playing solo, or what is? You know, when I first started Destiny Two, I I was uh, running with a bunch of military guys, uh, veterans that I you know some of them I actually served with and I knew, and we kind of just stuck together and played. But um, honestly, the last two seasons, maybe the last like eight months or so, I've just been playing by myself. I actually, okay, you have okay. I kind of avoid the people that I used to play with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> an event that i need them for you know yeah um, i don't know just the constant progression i guess as much time as i've invested into this game destiny one and destiny two yeah i feel like i just can't throw it to the side i've got to keep going because <laughs> <laughs> i think that was for me is kind of what it was was i mean i had that group of people that i always played with i mean obviously the podcast just was constantly sending people to us to play and raid and do that every week and then it just started i, I don't know if those people kind of fell off as well and then i now kind of gravitated to playing games kind of by myself like yourself and and now i'm gravitating more towards story driven games i mean you know final fantasy is an mmo but it's so story driven that that's just kind of where i've kind of found my niche with elder scrolls online it's a big world where i'm creating my own story sure i have a buddy that i play with a lot but you know we're still both kind of doing our own thing um and so i don't know like i've kind of shifted away from that playing with a group mentality but i can definitely see it the hobby is still still in you and that's good i mean that's the thing you, you when you spend these games it's all about the progression you spend all this time in these games you want to be progressing your character you want to feel like this hour you spent two hours whatever it is you've made progress you've you've you know made your character better so that when you log in again you have another set goal and you're just pushing forward and maybe the season model maybe i'm i'm looking at it more as i want like the warbind type expansion now i know a lot of people said oh they burned through it so quick i just liked getting a new space i liked having new quests kind of in that area and for me, the, the seasons seem like it's more like, hey, here's a new activity. Here's an exotic that you're just going to kind of grind for. And that's kind of it. You know, and so for me, it just I liked the older model, I think, a little bit better. So that's why I'm kind of, you know, waiting for the next expansion that comes out that gives us that new zone, gives us those new strikes. That's kind of more, I think, what is pulling me back. Well, will well, pull me back into Destiny, I guess. Yeah. And when you guys asked that question, that's why it was kind of, uh, you know, Chris kind of noticed right away. (laughs) So I've only spent an hour and a half or so, so far with this new season. But uh, my initial impression is like, dude, this is just a reskin of the last season. You know, and I know you haven't been playing for a while, Mark, but um, like last season, it was all about donating, you know, getting a certain item and donating it. And 
I feel like this is just a whole reskin of that season. Whereas I, I, I don't know. I kind of want them to go in a different route. You know, if you're going to do the seasons, give me something new each season, not just right. what you, yeah. not just before. a reskin activity. And that's kind of what it seems like it is, which, you know, I, I think what's kind of interesting with this season and Chris, I'm sorry, we're going so deep into destiny here that you have no clue care. what we're talking about, but <laughs> I know everything you're talking about. I know we'll you get back to Broncos a little bit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But we'll get the Broncos here. We'll, we'll get to Broncos when Fox gets off. Actually, we'll just forget to get to the Broncos. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the trials is back. So like, that's what I was thinking. Like that trials was going to be the big thing. And then the trailer that drops today is so focused on trying to be like, but it's not just trials, you know, there's stuff here for PVE. Is there really going to be a lot of PVE content at all in this? Or is it just going to be the little, it looks like, um, what are they calling them? Those things that open up where you uh, got to kind of yeah. activate the war mind, whatever those. Yeah. Is that it? That, and that's, that's the what PVE feels content. Like, feels a lot like last season was the obelisks and kept ranking up the obelisks and right. this season Sarah bunker so it feels like a lot of the same so i'm looking forward to this weekend i didn't get into trials and destiny one a whole lot i wish i would have but um i feel like i've vastly improved in the pvp side of things so cool. looking forward to trying trials out this weekend now do you play with uh that group you were playing with did you guys ever try like ghost recon or rainbow six or get into any of the more the military shooters or no um not really we just all kind okay. of stuck with destiny i mean i play call of duty with my kids yeah you know my teenage kids love I, they, they love Fortnite, of course, but I was like, come on, like, Fortnite, not my style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I've got my question. Do, do military people kind of shy away from the military games typically? or Not really. I play. No. Um, I mean, I was, a, I was a military medic. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not going and breaking down doors. <laughs> okay. Seal Team Gray Fox. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you have... Game of Thrones poster behind you, and I can't see what the other one is. The other what is that? Destiny poster. Yeah. What is it? It's a Destiny poster. Fallen oh, Okay. Oh, and you got another one over there. What's that? There's an Avengers poster. So nice. Okay, that's a little dark. I can't see that one, but that's cool. All right. Now on the other side of the computer is the Broncos sign. There you go. That's Ugh. what I was getting. We don't need to see that. That's fine. That's what I wanted to know. But who's your favorite Bronco of all time? Terrell Davis. Oh my God. Of TV. <laughs> I followed this, this is like this Fox. is right here, man. This is Ed McCaffrey are my two favorites of all. Time. And Ed, who's the better McCaffrey? Tell, who's the better? Tell him. Are tell we even going to go there, Chris? Tell who Ed McCaffrey is <laughs> the spawn of Ed McCaffrey is the the greatest Brooklyn, McCaffrey. Still the best. Can you hear me? I think Mark muted me. Can you hear me, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I agree. Like John Elway is like Mr. Bronco, but I loved watching. Terrell Davis play more than in any other Bronco in history. He, right. he played how, and just his whole story, you know. Yeah. How many years did he play for in the NFL? Four or five? How many years? Yeah. He, he was the best player in the league for four or five years. I think he played a total of seven, I think. Who's your second favorite running back of the Broncos of all time, though? Second second favorite Broncos running back of all time. As short as Clinton it was. Clint Portis. <laughs> I knew it. What's that? Would you say Clinton Portis? Yeah, I like Clinton Portis. I like Clinton Portis, but I'll, I'll tell you, man, my second favorite all-time running back, Mike Anderson. Really? Oh, I loved Mike Anderson. That Miller was like in the, the the years when they could put, you know, uh, my daughter back there and she could run for fifteen hundred yards. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, that was like the Orlando's Gary yeah. kind of yeah yeah Mike Anderson. Good guy, wow. man. I've actually met him. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. Oh, I want really. to make a bet here on the show, Chris. Yeah. 
Christian McCaffrey. Well, actually, how many? What season? He's going into his third season, I guess. Third or fourth? Third. Third. Your running back says his last. Oh, oh, (laughs) damn! I'm gonna say, outside of the MVP and Super Bowl wins, yeah, in the same time frame of of uh, of him being Terrell Davis being in the league. Yep. Christian McCaffrey is going to have the same similar stats, more yards in one year less. Yeah, but so but what kind of yard? Like just running back yards because he gets a lot more. He does. He gets a lot in backs, the backfield. Yeah. yeah, so he's a different style of player. It's, it's better players. Technique. What you're saying? He's a better all around player. He's just, oh, oh god, he's a much no. better Christian player, McCaffrey. right? Better player. Then he's a better Davis? receiver than his dad and a better running back than Terrell Davis. Can you agree oh. on that? <laughs> not a better running back. I agree with none of that. <laughs> but dude, like Super Bowl thirty two, like when John Elway finally got his Super Bowl, I I shed a tear, man. <laughs> I that that was that was at Chris's house for that. That dive, like whirly bird thing that he did, I could watch that over and over again. Greatest play in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Greatest greatest seven yard run in Super Bowl history by far. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Brady's got nothing on that. All no. right. Brady. Oh, boy. Whatever, Brady. I'm looking forward to this year, man. I think they're going to surprise some people. I think the quarterback they got might be – I think he might be something else. So, we'll see. Be a good season. We hope. Season. You you might need to do a podcast. Of like, you, Fox, and Falcon do, like, a Broncos, like, preseason podcast. I know. Locked on Broncos is unfortunately taken. Uh, <laughs> but – I can't help you with the hockey thing, man. I, I'm in I'm in like middle Indiana. Only the northern Indiana people yeah. have hockey. So. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Awesome. awesome man. That's cool. All right, Fox. Well, we appreciate it, man. And uh again, dude, thank you here for supporting the show. And yeah. uh, you know, hopefully we'll be talking to you next month for sure. Sounds good, man. All righty. All right, man. Have a good one. Later, man. Have a good night. Go Broncos. Oh, God. What are we doing on the show, Chris? What is happening? It. Oh, my God. This is great. This is turning into like. This is great. This is my district. nightmare. What are we. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the best. And that was the best answer you could have possibly given Terrell Davis. He knew. I think I think you set this up. You set this. You got a little <laughs> private chat going on in our Discord, and you yeah. set that up. You can only be Bronco fans to join our Discord from wow. here on. That is not true at all. False statement. Um,. All right, well, let's move on here to our next caller, another first-time caller, and this is Sir Dagobah. Dagobah, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going good, good. man. Where, I like uh, your where system. You... Well, <laughs> you like the system, the Dagobah system? Chris is a big fan <laughs> of the Dagobah system. Right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say where are you calling from, but I think we know, right? You're calling from the Dagobah system. <laughs> Close, Boston. Oh. Uh. <laughs> So we just we just had a guy on. We just had Gray Fox on. He tells yeah. me that he is a Broncos fan like Chris. So they just went off on Denver Broncos stuff. There's and then no. Chris and I, being from New York, being Yankees fans, the next person <laughs> we have on is from Boston. Please tell uh, me you're not a Red Sox fan, man. I am. You know, you know. Honestly, I'm not even a sports fan at all. Okay. So I'm pretty neutral when it comes to that whole rivalry <laughs> business. You know. Gotcha. So That's you guys good. don't have to hate me. <laughs> that's great but what's up man what uh do you got a question or a topic for us i don't know man i mean not really what are you playing I mean, are you playing destiny right now or what are you playing what games are you playing, playing right any? now 
Um, not not really. You know, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands Three. Okay. Um, you know, and then I started playing, uh, like I said, the, the Dead Cells, and then oh, that's into, right, into the Gungeon, and you know, you know, but it's like I don't get it, man. Like these games, like they're they're pretty damn hard, man. They're punishing. <laughs> You know, and it's like, and it, it, it seemed like so simple, like, you know, old Nintendo games, you know, the side scrolling and all that yeah. stuff. But it's like, get my butt kicked every time. You what know? is it about those games? Is it, Do you like that? Like the difficulty level of, of games like that? Well, I didn't even know it was going to be that hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll just try, you know, just like to try new stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, being a Destiny player and, and that really consumed a lot of my gaming life, you know, mm-hmm. Especially with the first one, you know, and um, you know, and I played a bit, of, you know, D two and whatnot, but it just, it's just not, not the same for me. And, Isn't that one of the knock on video games, like more recent that that they're just made to kind of get through and beat and get the story, and they're not as difficult as the games once were, like yeah. for the NES or yeah, I mean, a lot that... of the yeah story driven games, even a lot of the you know you can see even the, the Sony first party games are kind of like that. But you know we're we're kind of living in an age now, Chris, where you have these games as a service where they mm-hmm. want you continually coming back. So you know we have right. games like Fortnite or even you know MMOs like Elder Scroller. I mean hell even Destiny. Sure, there's those moments where they have the real hard raids and things like that. But it's also about just to hop on with your buddies and just go shoot stuff, shoot the, shoot the man's in the face. Like that's the thing mm-hmm. that you know everybody's kind of wanting to do. Um, but so yeah. but you're seeing the resurgence, game. like what, right. what Dagobah's in, of these games, like a, a game like Dark Souls. That like that whole series just completely rejuvenated just games that punch you in the face and say, come at me. Like, I mean, literally, right. that's what those games do. I mean, he's talking about Dead Cells. That, that's a game that, you know, it requires you to not only play the game to learn just the mechanics of the game, but you also then have to get skillful at it. And mm-hmm. you can't just, it's not a cakewalk. Like, if the game is saying, come beat me i dare you yeah. basically you know i mean heck you know, you die you start right back at the beginning yeah. <laughs> i mean oh uh, so that's like it's Mega a rogue Man it's style, a rogue style like... game yeah that that genre of game right now is huge i mean rogue rogue they call them rogue is, is that what that is a rogue, <laughs> it's called a roguelike style. yeah there was a game rogue-like. years ago called rogue and it was like you went through and when you died you just lost all your stuff so like uh, okay. the big roguelikes you're playing dead cells i think i'd mentioned to you rogue legacy is a game like yeah. that um even splunky is kind of like that Mm, yeah, um, there's just a lot of games like that. So if you ever see that term roguelike, that's what they're referring to. It's a game that's just uh, difficult. Why would you want to do that to yourself? <laughs> I don't think I want. Now that I know that's what I have to look for, I'm definitely gonna you know shy away from that. I, I get it's a challenge, but but wouldn't like I, I've I played games like that. Even there's there's a lot of those games on mobile. Like there's a lot of app games that are like that, and, and I like those games. But if I get to like a certain part, if I get like pretty far and then I start over again, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm putting it down. I'm not in the state of mind to want to start it back up again. And yeah. it's like those endless, uh, there's one, what the hell is it called? It's like a guy that's on a snowboard. What's up? Like an endless runner, basically. Where endless it's runner. Yeah. Like there's, there's one that the guy, he's on, on the snowboard and it's a great game. Uh, but if I get really far and then eventually you die, there's no end to it. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to put it away for now. I just don't feel like starting it all over again. Well, but see, there, there's different ways to handle it. I mean, the original games like Rogue, the original game, it was literally lost everything, gone. Games like Dark, Dark Souls was kind of the first one to do it is when you die, your stuff drops. If you can get back to your stuff, you okay. get it all back. Or a game like Dead Cells <laughs> does it where if you can progress and get to like that next area and you've got a bunch of, what do they call them, souls or whatever it is, you can, or cells, 
you can cash them in to get a new weapon yeah. so that even if you die and restart, you can start potentially with one of those weapons. Okay. So the object well, is, so then it's kind of like this, this, uh, you know, risk versus reward. It's like, you know what? I have a real lot of cells right now, but I need like 50 more to buy that next thing. And I know the exit's right there, but if I go just kill a couple more guys, I might get enough cells, mm. but you're taking the risk. Mm -hmm. you may die and then so that and then then it comes into getting skillful at the game and learning and right. those patterns and all that and that's what people start loving you know dark souls what takes you to go from point a to point b may take you three hours when you first encounter it but then before you know it, you're going to be running from a to b in five minutes not even you're just going to be tearing through enemies because you know their patterns you know what you got to do to kill them and then you just you just you're getting better and better at okay. the game as you're playing it so Some each, people dig that. The, the, the further you get, you just have to learn what's next in that pattern. Right. And you just keep going. Okay. So like when you said the game, I think you said it was Dark Souls. When you die, you drop everything. If you can get back to it in time, you'll get it all back. Yep. Who who else could get it? Nobody. Because it's just you. It's a single player. If you die, then it's gone. Because okay. next so time you die, whatever you have on your that body, that run then that becomes run. the thing to get. And then that gotcha. other stuff is gone. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, I see. And right. and then the way like Dark Souls will work is there's campfires that'll kind of give you a little save point, and if you die, you'll go back to that last campfire. And so when you come up to another campfire, it's like, do I cash in now, or do I try to push a little bit further, even though I know? And then you know you right. wipe, and you're like, damn it, you gotta I, just I, do I, it again. I can see that. <laughs> it's crazy. Ugh. Well, yeah. Well, think about it. obviously from the name. Are you a Star Wars guy? I am. I am a Star Wars guy. How, how are Absolutely. you feeling about the state of Star Wars right now? Because I, you know, some people I talk to, they love it. We're just getting this big influx of Star Wars. You talk to some people, and they're like, "Star Wars has sucked since the original." You know, after the original trilogy, everything's terrible. Where are I you mean, at in Star Wars? Where am I at? I mean, obviously, you know, the original three definitely enjoyed those. Um, you know, and then the second three that came out, that's that's kind of where they lost me. I watched yeah. them. I didn't really like them that much. You know, the last the last three, you know. I enjoy those, even even the uh, the spinoffs like Rogue One and uh, mm -hmm. Solo and stuff like that. Definitely, you know, I enjoyed Solo quite a bit, you know, for, you know. But um, the last one uh, was it the uh, Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I dug that one. That was cool. Okay. And uh, the second one, though, man, it's like last. Year. I tried watching it at home. But I kept falling asleep every time I tried to watch. Uh, it. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I know. I know. Like you, know, <laughs> you so love good. it. But if I, you know, but me, I fall asleep if I watch TV anytime like after nine o'clock. I'm falling asleep for sure. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm the same. Is this like a thing? Just as you get old, like I, my wife and I, like, and usually just it's one of us will fall asleep, and if the yeah. other one's falling asleep, we'll kind of you know poke you, like she'll poke me yeah. and she'll be like you're falling yeah. asleep. I'm like, no, I'm not. Stop. And then I get pissed at her, or if she's falling asleep and I'm poking her, she gets pissed at me. And it's because yeah. like you're yeah. mid sleep and you're denying that you're sleeping, but you totally are sleeping. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah, worst. absolutely, man. And I'm a bad snorer too, man. I got sleep after. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So you know, falling asleep without me on my my Darth Vader mask on. Have you uh, have you fallen asleep in a movie theater, Dagoba? Oh my God, yes. Um, <laughs> what is this that? The Jurassic uh, Park one there, the Jurassic first World. one, Jurassic World, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, my fiance and I, you know, I was like, "Well, oh, let's go, let's go." And, you know, it was like a nine o'clock, nine thirty movie. You know, it was three D whatnot. <laughs> Five minutes into the thing, why would you oh. go? You just said you fell asleep at nine o'clock. <laughs> well, 
I, you know, this, you know, that was, you know, I was, you know, hoping I wouldn't fall asleep. You know? <laughs> but uh, sure enough, you know, she wakes me yeah. up and we're like, all right, let's go. You, know, you left, or did you you slept the whole movie? No, no, no. We, we she you just got up, up and left. Get up and walked out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no that. chance I was going to stay awake, man. You know. <laughs> was she awake? At least you paid the money. Watch the movie. Well, yeah, she was awake, but I don't know if she even really wanted to see the movie. <laughs> oh man, that's so. I've funny. had like we've gone to movies with the kids. And uh, like, you know, watch a kids movie or whatever. And I've definitely fallen asleep. And I even pull like the, you know, kind of put my hand up like like on my side of my face to kind of yeah, block there's... it so they don't know that I'm sleeping, you know. <laughs> my daughter catches me every time because I always end up sitting next to her. She'll like just there's, there's Yeah, there's always tells when you know, all right, the eyes are getting heavy. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, you take that deep breath to try to wake yourself up that last 30 seconds. Yeah. And just, <laughs> I want, let me ask you this, though. Um, do you, because Star Wars is clearly a victim of its own success at this point, do you tune out the quote-unquote like haters and the, the people that just have nothing but negative things to say about yeah, it? I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't listen to that, you know, it's, you know, yeah, I definitely tune them out. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, like I'm not like into it into it you know to the point where you know i don't read the books or any other thing it's just strictly like the movies mm -hmm. that i follow but as far as like people hating on it like yeah i mean yeah i don't you know i don't care what they say you did know? you i did like you what i like did you like the mandalorian or did you watch it oh yeah yeah absolutely man oh yeah that's uh yeah. that was but now See? now no more disney plus you know, uh, oh, you got you got rid of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I thought, you know, I have a four-year-old son, and I thought, you know, oh, I'll get him into all the old, uh, you know, the movies. You know, they're all remastered, four K, and all that stuff. You know, they look great. But right. he, he had no interest in any of them. He just wants the the Why Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so for that, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, <laughs> you know the hot dog dance and all that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so have you? Have you taken him to Disney yet? Uh, I have not. No. Okay. Is is it it's, in the cards? Is it like it's something be... I would love to do? It's just got to start saving now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's not start... you know not a cheap uh, endeavor, you know. No. Nope. Um, nope. But you know, I would definitely love to bring him there. I, mean, I think he'd have a blast. Yeah. Um, See, and I think he is like the 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 I don't even want to say like quintessential like Star Wars fan. Because I don't know what the quintessential Star Wars fan is anymore, but he's the person that like we forget about that just enjoys. Oh, Dagobah, you're talking just, about? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. it's just there to to. It, oh, a new Star Wars movie is coming out. I like Star Wars movies. I'm gonna go see it and I'm yep. gonna enjoy it. And it doesn't seem like he reads too much into it and doesn't dive deep into like deeper meanings of things yep. and rips it apart. He just watches the movie and enjoys it. That's it. Right. That's right. it. Yeah. That's yeah. We have more of that. <laughs> We're, yeah, we're, we're too deep good. into it, Chris. I, that, that's us, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yep. But uh, speaking of like movies and stuff like that, television. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Have either one of you started watching Hunters yet? No, not no, yet. No, we were talking about that in the Discord, right? Yeah. You yeah, were... yes. Yeah, you should definitely check it out, man. It's, um, yeah, the first episode, just the first scene itself, you'll, it'll have you like, okay, I, you got to keep watching the show. Really? <laughs> you know? It's 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 pretty like oh what the ugh, you know and um but then it just uh, goes into you know opens up the story and you now know, what is and this I'm aren't like, they they're hunting former Nazis right is it like Nazis yeah hiding? The, 
Yeah, like the Nazis that is still like roaming America after you know right, Auschwitz yeah, yeah. and all that escaped, stuff. Basically, wow. Yeah, so you know they have their whole headquarters and this, that, and the other thing, and um, hmm. yeah, they, they you know they they find them and they and they is kill this them. based on like actual events or like actual I, characters or I I don't think so. I, okay. it, it doesn't seem as if. I mean, it's a little over the top for it to be. Oh, right. <laughs> gotcha. True events. I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, true. You know, true enough. But um, yeah, it's. I, I think it's you know. They may have sensationalized it for television purposes. Yeah, but it's I mean, worth it, man. Al Pacino is really cool in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the events are true. I mean, they did hunt, and still to this day, you know, there are <laughs> wars yeah. that there are Nazis out there. Like yeah. that is a thing, but yeah, whether or not it happens, oh. how it's how it's shown in the show. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I definitely want to get on that for sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Amazon, yeah, you know, they're they're definitely putting out some good stuff, man. You know, the boys, Amazon, Jack Ryan. Jack, oh, dude, Jack Ryan's like probably my favorite t- favorite show ever. Second season was great. Amazon's uh, like the forgotten streaming service. Like every, you know, when everybody says, "Oh, like you know, Netflix and even Hulu," Amazon like is never in that conversation, and they have some of the some of the best shows. You know what? I don't because I don't really think people are going to get Amazon Prime Video. They just, they just, you just think you get Amazon Prime. You don't even know. Like my mom just recently right. just found out they had. She's like, "Did you know I right. all these movies?" I'm like, "Yeah, mom, yeah. you've had Amazon yeah. Prime for how long? You had no idea. Right. No, I didn't know that." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. most people don't yeah. think that, but that's, that's just included <laughs> in your subscription." Their tagline should be like Amazon Prime, not just shipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Though people overlook the fact that they have, uh, you know. Con, you know, content to watch, you know, and music yep. too. If you want yeah, that, that's so that. much stuff is included with that. It's crazy. And now you go to Whole Foods, I, you know, whip out my uh, Amazon app and I save whatever on an avocado or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, 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 Amazon's great. Some I, we need, we need those supermarkets, those grocery stores that they got now. Those Amazon oh grocery stores. Yeah. The, the, the no, ca- no cash transaction ones there. Cashier, like, cashierless grocery stores. Yeah. Same. Like, how does that work, though, man? Like, how do they figure that out? Nobody's stealing stuff. <laughs> well, they have, uh, I guess, when you walk in, like, the bag that you carry is oh. connected somehow to the store. And you take something oh. off the shelf, it knows exactly what you took off the shelf. You put it back oh. on the shelf, it puts it out of your cart. Like, right, like okay. What are those oh. RFI or what do they call those RFIDs? Like the radio frequency yeah, IDs? It's kind of like what's that. in Skylanders and all that stuff. It's, it's probably crazy. somehow tagged. Those crazy. little tags Maybe. probably have it. Walk out the door. Crazy. But <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. yeah, I think they got one in New York. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. All right. Well, Dega, but thanks, man. We appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you supporting the show. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll absolutely. be talking to you not only in this court, but hopefully we'll be talking to you next month, man. Hey, sounds good to me, man. Have a good night, guys. All right, you awesome, too, man. man. Thank Take you. care. All right. See ya. He's got to go balance some rocks. That's what he's going to go do. No, <laughs> 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 oh that's awesome um, all right well dude, we got a let's see our next caller coming up is a uh a long time caller here he's still Jeez. on i think oh um, yeah, yeah i'm still here guys hold on, still on. Yeah, here i go end call see you he <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's, awesome. him, he's great man Hilarious. oh that guy is awesome uh, all right, we got one more caller here on the show, and this guy's been here. Uh, I think has, he, has Phantom been here every month? I don't actually. I don't think he was here with us last month. Uh, but that is Phantom mm-hmm. Flyer 09. All right, Phantom, what's up, man? 
Oh, uh, what's up? <laughs> How's it going, dude? You, you know, you weren't yeah. with us last month, were you? I was not. I couldn't. You were make not. It. No, and you. You're so. not in your car, which is a good thing. So we're not. You're uh, not in my car. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to, man? Lots of Final Fantasy and yeah. lots of school. <laughs> lots of school. Yeah. All right. How's that going? What are you building now? For those that don't know, Phantom's going to school uh, to make games. So what, are you, what are you making now? Well, I'm doing a lot of um, basic stuff right now. Like, we were doing really advanced stuff, and then we went back to basic. It's really weird. So I had to make, like, a tic-tac-toe game. Oh, okay. But it's crazy how much goes into it. Like, you would, you would think, oh, it's just not that much code for a basic right. tic-tac-toe game. But it's, like, line upon line upon line of code oh. just for something so simple so right my my only entry into game coding was chris and i had the bright idea oh. years ago we're like we're gonna make a game it's gonna be great yeah i bought <laughs> game maker off you know steam for whatever you know whatever it was like on sale or whatever yeah it's cheap. went into it that night did the tutorial for like two hours walked away with a headache and just said i want nothing to do with game development <laughs> at all. nothing with coding because like when you actually boil it down and it's just like the ones and o's it's just like God, man, I give you all the credit in the world for going into that. People just don't realize how hard it is to make video games. Like it is, it is oh, not wow. easy. Wow. Now, what isn't? What's that game coming out that uh, you can make games? Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Out, technically, yeah, you can get in there. Like, what's your what's your take on that? You're like, why the hell am I spending all this money when this game is coming out? Or are you oh, yeah. happy, like, <laughs> you, you you happy you're doing like the nitty gritty like? Happy I'm doing the nitty gritty yeah, because right. I I, uh, I can't sell that. <laughs> yeah, What's yeah, that that's, true. That? that's true. Well, see, Chris, our master plan is coming through. So we we failed at making our video game a few years ago, but now we got Phantom. So we're just cheering Phantom on mm. from the from the outside. <laughs> so he's gonna learn to make the video games, and then we're gonna go into business with Phantom and make a game. You you did make. I think you made it. Yeah, the the bench game. The, the, bench, the bench of Derek, yes. Derek of the Guardian Derek. Radio, early on in the days of Guardian Radio, in uh, JR, or RPG Maker, I made a... Because Derek, for those that don't know, old Guardian Radio story, E3, <laughs> we were saying goodbye to uh, Craig, actually, from Guardian Radio. He was leaving because he lived in the LA area. We're like, all right, we'll see you later. And Derek, who was a former co-host of Guardian Radio, was backing up and tripped over a bench. And it was like <laughs> the funniest thing I ever seen in my life. So I made a video game of Derek versus the bench. And it was this <laughs> RPG you went in over the top, looked like an old Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And I, I made it so that the bench had like unlimited health. And every mm -hmm. time like you would spawn in, you were Derek. <laughs> You'd move like two zones, have a random encounter, and the bench would instantly one-shot you, and the whole game would just start over. And it would just happen <laughs> over win. and over. You could actually play the game, but you just couldn't beat the bench. The bench you just won win. every single time. <laughs> it was great. Oh, that was great. Awesome. But Phantom, now, what do you did, got for us? Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask, the tic-tac-toe game, is it like just like basic tic-tac-toe, or is it like Michael Bay, like it's when someone wins, there's like explosions <laughs> and stuff? Or is it Final Fantasy-themed? Ooh. I could say that it's somewhat Final Fantasy themed, yeah. I suppose. Uh, instead of X's and O's, it's a sword and a shield. So. There you go. It should be called Tic Tac Explosion, and whoever wins, the game blows up. You got to have explosions in Tic Tac Toe, because I don't think that's been done yet. No, but it is such a fixed game. Like It's hard to, it's hard to win and lose when you're smart in Tic Tac Toe, because it's always going to be a tie. It's exactly right. <laughs> 
have to put another mechanic in there or something to where you can remove somebody's move or something. There's, there's yeah. got to be like a crazy version of tic-tac-toe out there, right? That gotta puts be. in like a twist. Like what would be yeah. the, tw- what, what could you, I mean, this is a game design question, but what could you put in that would like change it? Because you're right. I mean, once once you have two smart people, that's always a tie, pretty much. You got to throw in something to handicap somebody. Is it like or variable? Can, can you for like like you know like uh, you can play chess like speed chess mm-hmm. to so they don't really have and I don't know how that works. I don't know if I think there's like a, obviously a finite amount of time. I don't know if it's to make the move or you just have a certain amount of time overall time and that dwindles down. Could you make it like speed tic tac toe where you have like one Three second seconds. To, yeah. to, to put mm-hmm. like a, a move down and you can't yeah, really you think too long that. about it? You could do that. Right. And um, make the screen black so you can't see the move that the person's doing. So you literally have a boom. second. It immediately boom. appears and you have boom. And then that's it. And the screen is <clears> black. Perfect. Make it. Make it. Make it happen. I, I own it, but you make nope. it. And then <laughs> we'll go on Shark Tank and Mark Cuban. He's joining us. 10%. We'll do it. all right phantom what do you got for us this this month man um i didn't i had a hard time thinking of anything i couldn't really plan so i gotta fall back on something um so back into like sort of the game topic um my dad last year had a stroke and um we used to play games a lot together like online but since the stroke he can't use his left arm very Mm -hmm. well and he did some research and found controllers that are uh, that you can connect to your systems or whatever that are like big buttons that you can just like kind of put your hand on. Yeah, like or the Xbox. What are they called? The pedals. Xbox. Uh, what is that called? At Microsoft, that's one of the big things they tout, where it's like they have mm-hmm. this whole system where you can, yeah, all different. Uh, what what are they call them? Like paddles and things like that that you can get. Huh. Yeah. So did you did you did he end up getting one or find one that works he, or? Yeah, he, he has he has some, um, but some of the more extreme ones he can only get from the UK. Okay. Because they're they're not made here or, or something. I don't know. Um, and I'm not th- sure if they're third party, but like, what's your thoughts on that and how um, mm. people that have like disabilities and stuff being able to play games? Because I mean, everybody should play and enjoy games. So. Yeah, um, uh, that's a well, good point. It's it, it's called the Xbox Adaptive Controller. Yeah, and uh, that I mean, this thing is—it's actually pretty incredible. They came out with it. It was back in 2018. It's a hundred bucks. Has two. The pads actually look like almost like rock band pads, and mm-hmm. then uh, it's got this little D-pad. And yeah, what pretty much they just said: here's the controller. Hook as many of them together. Do whatever you need to do. But you can basically it adapts to the person's, you know, disability, if you want to say. So you can kind of program yeah. the buttons to do whatever you <clears throat> need it to do. And I mean, it's kind of awesome for microsoft to do because if you think about it like a lot of these companies will only put out a piece of hardware if it's going to make them money yeah this seems like something that microsoft just looked at and said you know what this may be a small market but it's something that we just think should be out there so everybody could play exactly like you said phantom and and like that's it's awesome i think it's great i think anything like that is is fantastic my son actually has something called makey makey and if you've ever seen that it was kickstarted and uh, you can go out and find videos. And if you ever see a video of people playing like, I mean, I've seen people do it like Dark Souls. There'll be Dark Souls hitting a bunch of bananas or like a bunch of fruits. Mm. That's what this Makey Makey is. It has a little interface, as a USB interface, but then has all these little, they almost look like just wires with little uh, alligator clips on them. <clears throat> you can put it on anything. And I don't know how it senses it. If, some, if it's with like the, um, 
what the, the small little electrical impulses in our fingers. But when you touch the item that it's connected to, it'll like trigger whatever you set, say you want it to do. And so it's kind of the same idea of the adaptive controller, but it's just this little interface and you can use anything. I mean, my son was playing, uh, I'm trying to think when he first got it, he was playing like Mario or something like that with, it was like a Curious George stuffed animal he had. He had to do a banana, of course, because that's what you see in all the videos, like a pillow and, you know, whatever else he had. And, and it was just, it's crazy that you can do that, but you can, it, it works. Wow. So I think it's awesome. I mean, that's something I would tell you, Phantom, to look into that, either Makey Makey or definitely the the um, the Xbox adaptive controller. I think that could really, you know, make a difference for your dad for sure. Yeah. Um, where do you think they can go from there, though? Like, that's like oh. just the beginning. It does seem like it's like an untapped yeah, uh, kind of world. And it's good that, you know, this thing that sounds like the thing that Microsoft is making is making it so people with disabilities can play any game, right? I mean, pretty much. It's, it's you just not map just it. like, because yeah. it's not just like, oh, we'll just release games that are kind of like minimal so people with disabilities can enjoy yeah, no. a game. It's yeah, no. just, no. They want to play Destiny as well. Whatever, they yeah. they want, exactly. So that's kind of cool. So, wow, man. That, I mean, that really could be, I, I haven't, that's nothing that I've really looked into to see if there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. But that could be, that could be a good road to go down. To you know, Phantom, I, I would like to see, I don't know what the technology is, but you see a lot of people now wearing prosthetics that have, you know, where the, literally the hand opens right. and things like that. Is there a yeah. way that they could utilize whatever that technology is where, you know, maybe whatever opens that hand, you know, because they're obviously putting on something, they can put something on and then just control it with, I mean, what is that using? Is it mental stimulation? Yeah. I don't know how that works. <clears throat> I don't but maybe either. we could get, because if you think about it, like the adaptive controller and even the makey-makey thing, in the end, it's you still physically have to like you know bang your hand on something or you know tap a button with your finger or whatever it is it's more of a physical interaction where do we get to the point where it's using your brain using that's what i was thinking like, that would i mean that's yeah i think i think how that works is that there's something attached through the arm or the prosthetic that like goes to somewhere in your brain where it can actually read oh, what you're man. thinking to make it move so if you could apply that to gaming holy mm. crap that would yeah. be cool. That would be like, now they would probably have the upper hand. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone from having a disability to probably being the badass. <laughs> yeah, but then that's the thing, then. You know that would translate then into just regular, you know, I, I say regular. Regular I mean, use, say that, But right. you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it's a regular use where then it's, you, they would start layering that into, um, you know, things like the Oculus Vive. So then you start layering mm -hmm. VR coupled in with that coupled Dude. in with you know not only would you be interacting with the world somehow that world then would he be able to bring it the other way <clears throat> where you know you're getting punched in the the gut and then you're actually feeling it i mean what was the black mirror episode that was just this past oh season? my gosh i mean that's it right yeah. that's it where you're it's basically oh, electrodes where this, you know the yeah. two guys had yeah. fall in love in the, in the game i mean that's that was that that's was where we go <laughs> is that where we're going like yeah maybe i, I mean it it would be the greatest like Star Wars use the Force game <laughs> ever. Yeah, <laughs> tell me it wouldn't be, man. That yeah, would yeah. be. You just put your hand up and think, pushing this guy to the other side of this mountain. You just and, do it. Oh my God, make it happen. You're in school. Mm. Go learn. Yeah. To design games that design that. Yeah. That, that design, that. <laughs> design design games for something that doesn't even exist yet. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
I mean, that's a lot of potential right there. That would definitely be, that would literally be a game changer. (laughs) You're right. Quite literally. Uh, I think at that point, yeah, yeah. I mean, we would be ready player one at that point, right? Pretty much. You would live in the virtual world. Yep. Limited in stacks. What what do you like a lot of the people that you're I guess going to school with fans? I mean, I know you're you're kind of going online. Like what are a lot of them going on to do? Like is is it are they going into the mobile space? Are they going on to like coding for PC games? Or I mean, do you not even know? Like, you know, I almost wonder if people getting into gaming now, or, or are you making just apps? You know, people just get in to make apps for businesses. Like what what is it seems to be kind of the hot area right now for people coming out? Uh oh. Um is that your dog? That is my dog. My uh, just got home. Um, crap! I'm supposed to order pizza before she got. Oh, <laughs> what? See, Phantom has uh, to come on. He's uh, always getting himself. We're always getting him in trouble. Uh, it's all so good. We are gonna be in the car. You gotta go pick up the pizza. <laughs> no, no, I'm ordering it. <laughs> that hot and ready. You got the little C's down the street. Little Caesars. Go get the hot. They deliver. They, they deliver, do now. deliver now. That's right. Um. But uh, to answer your question, um, there are some that want to have their own views of what they want to do. Some want to do mobile stuff. Some want to do uh, stuff for like PS4, Xbox. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of like a mixed bag. All over. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Because with what you're getting, you can kind of do any of that, right? Kind of just do whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the awesome. programs we use already have something in it to where like you can choose what platform it goes on. Cool. Um. I'd really like to get uh, the dev kits for an Xbox or a PlayStation because I can't really do anything uh, with that yet, but it'd be fun to actually do something with an actual controller yeah. and try to code something that works with the controller. So That's pretty neat. All right, Phantom. Well, I don't yeah. want to uh, get you sharp, but what's Chris showing here? Chris, we can't see anything. E20. E20. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Wow. I, I knew it was... I, <laughs> all right breaking hot off the press here we're, we're uh what are your thoughts real quick phantom thoughts on e3 2020 being canceled i think it's fine i mean with everything going on um especially here in arizona there's been a couple of the, the coronavirus things popping up it's it's scary so i i completely uh yep. i completely understand i need people to be, we need people to be safe and not spread it so yep especially being on the west coast in california it's Yep. Seems to be a hotbed right now. Well, we'll definitely be talking. Uh, obviously, when a lot of the when uh, a lot of the, our general listeners listen to this, it'll be two weeks after the fact. But we'll be talking about that definitely this week uh, on the podcast, Chris. We'll, we'll let's hold yeah. our thoughts. That's big. Just yeah. real quick, I will say I'm with Phantom. It's fine. Yeah. E3 was already going to be a shell of itself. <laughs> We're good. We don't. We you know we don't need it. We don't need it. Uh, all right. Well, Phantom, I appreciate it, man. Don't want to get you in trouble. Go order, yeah, some, go order pizza. that pizza, and uh, yeah, hopefully I'll see you on 14 here uh, soon, man. I got to get through that story. Get, yeah, get through it. 5.11 just came out today, so get on it. Get on it. All right, man. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll catch you later, man. See you later, man. Later. All right. All right, Chris. Well, man, that that that's uh, that's some big news right here. I mean, I knew, yeah. knew it was probably coming. And again, I, I don't want to talk too much here about it, but uh, yeah, live here as we're recording the Patreon show, we're getting word is breaking e3 2020 gone yeah that mm. and, and you know what the rumors kind of been and not rumor but a lot of people have been saying like this that may be it it's like, gonna be last it. year the last e3 like wow. it's just not gonna be the same wow and sadly i think the people at the esa are probably like just 
giving Thank it a, a being like, ah, phew, we like we, yeah. we, we missed it. Maybe if we come back next year, they'll all love us again. Wow. Crazy. <clears throat> mm. All right. Well, all we right. got a couple of uh, questions here, Chris. I want to get it. to, uh, let's see this first one. This comes to us from classic squid. Uh, he says, my wife and I were watching Disney, uh, Disney plus special about how the parks decorate for Christmas. And I was just thinking about how amazing it would be to be a part of making Disney so breathtaking for the holidays. Quick uh, side note here on that. If you haven't seen that special, go watch it. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. We've seen one for Christmas, even Halloween. They literally do it in one night. Yeah. Decorate it all one night. It's, it's amazing. So definitely go watch <clears throat> that on Disney plus. Uh, but classic squid says, my question is if you started working at, any of the Disney parks, what park slash ride slash attraction slash show would you want to be a part of the most? Now, uh, I mean, okay. I'm going to throw Galaxy's Edge out the window because that to me is a no brainer. I don't even think I would even want to be a trooper because it's hot as yeah. hell. I would <clears> want to <throat> be just an Imperial officer, like just walking around yelling at little kids. Okay. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to use true. that as mine. So I'll let you, what do you got? Well, and and I was thinking the same thing, but not for because of the trooper thing. Just I don't know. I don't know if I, I I would feel like I would get bored of Galaxy's Edge if I worked there day in and day out. And yeah. I don't want that to happen. But reliving, I don't think it would ever get boring to relive being inside the lightsaber making okay. thing. Yeah. And doing that and having that role <clears throat> because it's not about. It's not about you. It's about like seeing the faces on those people yep. every single time. And, and you do that. They pump them out every, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. So every 10, 15 minutes, you as a worker getting a new experience. Get to do that. Yeah. That would be amazing. And then on top of that, you know what I would really like to do? <clears throat> as long as I could jump around and do it, I wouldn't want to stay in the same spot. But those uh, photography people. Yep. That when you walk in the park and and you got the castle behind you mm -hmm. or the tree of life behind you, I would love to do that because again, that's a moment that you are taking and you're a part of. Yep. Literally for the that family's. Dude, my forever. my thing and my wife and I we always joke like when the kids move out when we get older we're like oh it'd be great to move to you know Orlando and just go work for Disney, and I we said I would want to be you know mid to late fifties, maybe even sixty years old, just an old man on Main Street. Right when the people are coming in, either selling like the Mickey ears or yeah. bottles of water or not even selling anything. Just being, I mean, there, there are just cast members there on Main Street, which is where the castle is. Like you said, every day you get to be there as kids, families are coming in, seeing that for the first time. Like that yeah. is, no matter how many times you go to Disney, every time you walk through that entranceway and you go onto Main Street and you see the castle at the end, you are immediately a seven-year-old, six-year-old. Yeah. You just it transports you to that moment. It is just yeah. there's something about it. So photographers are great. That's a good one. Yeah, That's man. definitely I would a good one. Want to do that? As far as like, if I had to be in one park, um, and it's it's yeah, I mean Galaxy's Edge is a part of it, but I loved Hollywood Studios. I, yeah. I thought that was my favorite park. I really did. Yep. So I, I I would be okay spending all day. I just love the old school, like as soon as you walk in, like that fifties style mm -hmm. era, like movie making. I'd love that. So yep. that'd be my park. I'd stay in all day. Um. So yeah, I think for me it'd be Main Street. If I had to work for a ride, I mean, like I said, I'm throwing Galaxy's mm -hmm. Edge out of it because I would love. I'd love to work on either one of those rides. Um. I might even go Haunted Mansion. Like there's we just we love. Okay. Do we go on the Haunted Mansion like? <laughs> 
multiple yeah. times every time, like every day that we go to Magic Kingdom, like probably four or five times. I don't know what it is about. We just love that ride. Like, I would love to be <laughs> really? just one of those guys that, like, you know, everybody's waiting out the door and you open the door and you just come in all, you know, creepy when you open the door and you invite all the people in. Or the Tower of Terror. I'd love to work at either one of I those. Because those <laughs> workers are always just meant to be creepy, meant to be weird, you know, kind of weirding people out. I just, I love that. I, I so was cool. thinking Tower of Terror. <clears throat> Or something outdoors because you, I don't want to be like in like Space Mountain all day long. As cool as that is, like I don't want to be or not. No, yeah, Space Mountain. Space right? Mountain. Yeah, yeah, but, you are. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, just inside, it's dark. Yeah, I want to ex- like see the sights and stuff of Disney. So anything, that, uh, any any attraction that is like outside, I would want to do that. Hmm. But. Hmm. All right, let's see. We got another one. This one comes to us from Lagnus, and he says, uh, "What was the last TV show that came as a positive surprise?" He says, "I can't see anyone answering this with The Mandalorian or The Witcher with a straight face." For me, it was The Umbrella Academy. Don't think I had even heard of the comics, so that came from nowhere. Hmm, like a more recent one. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, he um, just kind of mentions like that. I mean. This is kind of an old one, but like Stranger Things to me, literally came yeah. out of nowhere. Like it was yeah, just, it, it was just like one day, boom. And Netflix seems to be doing that. Like House on Haunted Hill came out of nowhere. Love that show. Like just yep. random shows that, like that's what Netflix is great for. Just, oh, absolutely. I don't know. I've never heard of the show. You're watching, like, man, that show was great. I did you watch The Spy? Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Oh yeah, we got through it. only after you talking about it, but I think that was one, man. Like I, I just, I literally watched it because I'm like, I kind of want to see Borat in a serious role. I, that was the pull to me. Like if if it was somebody else uh, playing the role, I'm like, oh, that looks good, and maybe would have gotten around to it eventually. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched it the day it came out, and that really surprised me how good that was and how good he was in it. Here you so go. You ready for one. this one? Yep. Chernobyl. <clears throat> So I would say I was surprised at how amazing Chernobyl was. I was ex- in, in, anticipating it being very good, but not that good. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, I keep saying this, one of the best series I've ever watched in my life. That I wasn't anticipating. Mm, yeah. I was anticipating liking it very much, but it just blew everything out of the water. Fantastic, fantastic show. So good. So yep. good. You guys haven't yeah. watched Chernobyl, watch it. You know, we had a gr- new girl start at the pharmacy uh, about a m- two months ago, and we were just talking about shows, and I was hyping up Chernobyl. I'm like, oh, you guys got to go watch Chernobyl. She came in the next day, and she was like, I tried to watch Chernobyl last night, and it's, I don't know. Like, it was just okay. And I'm like, Chernobyl on HBO? And she's like, no, it was on Netflix. And I'm oh, like, she watched the horror movie? The Chernobyl, yeah, Chernobyl stories. <laughs> I'm like, no, not that dumb horror movie where they go to Chernobyl, and there's like monsters. I'm like, no, the, the series about... The Chernobyl explosion. She's like, "Oh, I don't have HBO." I'm like, "All right, well, uh, oh, you God. need to watch that at some point." That's what I'm talking about. Not, not um, the Chernobyl stories or whatever it's called. Uh, I'm just I'm, now. I'm just going through like Netflix kind of series right here. Um, where is? Oh, it was right here. BoJack Horseman. Do you watch BoJack Horseman? I don't. No, I don't. Watch that show, man. Okay. Watch that show and get past the first season. First season's very good, but it takes a, a kind of like a serious tone after that that show's really really good hmm, surprisingly okay. surprisingly That's, is that really, the cartoon right with the whole, yep yep and and looking at it you're like oh this is going to be like a goofy type of you know just odd animated was, was it movie. adult swim 
or no? No, straight Netflix. Okay, I thought it was Adult yep. Swim for some reason. You no, know, but that—that's what it would be. So it would be on something like you would think in your head, just looking at like stills yeah. of it. This is going to be on like Adult Swim, um, but it takes on some like serious like world issues and stuff. It's hmm. really really good. Okay. I think you'd like it. Sorry. All right. And then we got uh, some uh, audio clips here. This comes to us uh, from Matt Clark. So we're going to play these here. This is, uh, we got like, what, seven minutes of audio here from Matt. He gives a couple recommendations, but we'll let him uh, roll these out here, and then we'll uh, come back and uh, give you guys our thoughts. So here we go. Here's Matt. Hey, guys. My name is Matt Clark. I am a new patron. I've been a listener for just over a year. A friend turned me on to the podcast, and I have been loving it. So I wanted to say thank you for that. So I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about, a couple of recommendations, if you will. And you can play them all together. You can play them individually. It doesn't matter to me. So the first one deals with podcasts. I know that Chris loves podcasts, um, and hopefully both of you guys are open to my recommendations. The first one is actually a fiction podcast. Don't know if you're into that. So it is called The Amelia Project. And Amelia comes from Amelia Earhart. And the podcast is about this fictional organization that helps people disappear by faking their death um, and bringing them back to life you can't see my air quotes, uh, as somebody else, they pick a new life. And it is a comedy wrapped in mystery, wrapped in amazing British and other European accents. And they talk a lot about hot cocoa. So if that sounds fun to you, uh, give it a listen. Uh, they just finished their second season and it's a hilarious podcast. Um, but also great mystery and a little bit of suspense. So my second recommendation for podcasts is a Studio Gimlet podcast. I heard you guys talking about it um, on the podcast last week. And I love Reply All by Studio Gimlet. I don't know if you guys talked about it before. But basically what it is is a technology journalism show in a sense. And if that... (laughs) makes you start to yawn and want to go to sleep. Trust me, it's not boring at all. Uh, I myself am a journalist in international news. And so I love it when people can tell me a story and do this type of journalism and do it in a new way. So the podcast is hosted by Alex and PJ, who are technology journalists. And the show does so many cool stories. Um, There are a ton of episodes out there, but I will post some in the Discord, and I'll tell you some of my favorites. If you're wanting to check this out, you have to check out the episode Long Distance. So in a nutshell, what happens in this episode is Alex, one of the journalists, is contacted by someone trying to scam him, saying, hey, your iCloud has been compromised. We need to remote into your computer to fix it, right? obvious scam. Everybody's alarms are going off. Well, he goes, you know what? I want to see what this guy's going to do. Okay, sure. Remote in. And (laughs) I'm telling you, you'll be sitting there listening to this going, no, dude, you can't. Please stop. And it all, it progresses to 
the journalist making friends with this guy who's trying to scam him, calling him back multiple times, developing this friendship. He eventually flies to India to meet this guy in the call center that he works at, and he's almost killed by this network of people who are running these call centers. And this is the nonfiction podcast. I'm telling you, it is a great adventure. Some of the other hits for this podcast are <clears throat> The Crime Machine, all about CompStat, which is the system that New York police departments came up with on how to track and rate crime. And that is an outdated, I guess, technology that is being used to find and prosecute people today in a nutshell saying if you don't arrest or write tickets to four latino men under the age of 18 then crime is going to go up um it's a fascinating episode another one is the snapchat thief uh, all about the underground market of people hacking into snapchats with good names stealing them and selling them on the black market they have great segments like yes yes no where their senior producer comes in and they'll have to explain a Twitter trend. Uh, He'll bring in a tweet and they're like, who understands this? Um, Usually the two journalists do and the producer doesn't. Hence, yes, yes, no. The goal is to get to yes, yes, yes. And then one of my favorite is super tech support where listeners can call in with a tech support problem that they can't solve and Alex and PJ try to solve it. And it usually ends up leading somewhere that they didn't originally intend to go. So, guys, I hope you get to listen to these podcasts. They are fantastic. My last two recommendations are from the world of comics and from the world of TV. Um, So I'm a big comic book reader. My subscription list is way too long and I spend way too much money on it. But I guess better that than something else. So... The first title is Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, and this title has already wrapped up its run. It ran for 13 issues, put out by Marvel, of course, and I love Spider-Man and subscribe to all the different titles, but there was something special about this one. The story focuses on Peter Parker, and it runs alongside the current Amazing Spider-Man title, but it's the in-between moments. So in The Amazing Spider-Man, we just had uh, the big Marvel event, and we'll have more Marvel events coming into the new year. Uh, War of the Realms, sorry, forgot that. Um, And in Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, it's specifically talking about Peter Parker and his neighbors and his immediate neighborhood that he lives in. Now, I thought that was a very interesting story topic, so that's why I originally subscribed But guys, this is the best storytelling and the most human and connected storytelling that I have had from Marvel Comics in a long time. Now, some of the plot gets a little crazy, but still, it is the best personal relationships. It is the most effective writing that I've read in a book for a long time from the world of comics. So I recommend that to you. Uh, discussion question for you. What's your favorite comic that you're reading right now? Or in the past, what do you think has been your favorite title? And my last recommendation is a TV show that just popped up on Disney+. Plus, um, and it is Future Avengers, which I believe um, it's an anime type show. Uh, 
I believe. And it was made in Asia. Uh, this company teamed up with Marvel because they wanted something uh, to attract viewers with the Marvel name on it. And what the show is about is these three kids who are, I guess, empowered by Hydra, the same way Captain America was made um, with a super soldier serum. These three kids are experimented on and given specific powers. And they believe that they're doing good and that the Avengers are evil. They've been brainwashed and they've been trained this way. But in the first couple episodes, they find out that might not be true. It's an interesting take on the Avengers. If you've seen any of the other Marvel animes like the X-Men or Iron Man, um, this is my first experience with it. The battles are great. The art is beautiful. Um, and it definitely stands out to me as some some great storytelling. The Marvel is great at finding Iron Man voice actors that mirror uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's going to be hard to get past that. But watch an episode or two. Give it a try. Tell me what you guys think. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, what is your favorite adaptation of... A big comic book title. Maybe it's Avengers. Maybe it's something on DC. Maybe it's something else entirely. Um, looking forward to hear what you guys have to say. Have a good one. All right, Matt. Well, thank you for sending those in, man. That was awesome. Getting uh, just audio clips. Audio I like clips. That. We used to do the old speak yes. pipes on Guardian Radio, so I like getting uh, the audio. Uh, but I mean, let, let's start with the podcast. I mean, that one he mentioned, the Amelia Project. Mm-hmm. what a cool just premise like how would they need to make a movie or a show about that like i love that and they, yeah they probably will too because it seems like a pretty cool idea that one i hadn't heard of yeah, um and and yeah I, like I'm, i i like going back and forth between the the true true crime or just true story podcast and then i need a break from those every once in a while and having one that's like like that netflix one that i threw out to you like the the last podcast left yeah Remember that one? Like yeah. that, that's a scripted one. So it's good to get that dynamic between real life ones that just drain you because it takes place in reality. Um, and then following it up with something like this. And I had sent him a message. I don't know if he got it on discord um, about this sounds serious, which is one I talked to you about, about the nine one one call. <laughs> yeah. The water. Fantastic. <laughs> Script, yeah. With the water. Uh, that's a scripted one that just blew my mind. It was so good. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be into this one. Definitely. And, uh, reply all is one that I brought up here. You've, you've mentioned that before. one here before I got, I got actually sub to it once uh, Matt sent us these clips. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but good. And it's one of those ones where you can jump around. Like if you can just scroll through and if it's like, Oh, this looks good. You can listen to it. You don't have to listen to the previous one, but their tagline is, uh, you know, it's a show about the internet. And it is. If you remember, I, I the one that was when I was talking about on the show was they interviewed the guy who created the pop up ad. Mm-hmm. If you remember that. Yep. Um, and then I asked you how squeamish are you because there's like Instagram for doctors that people go through, um, it, and that they they talk about that. So they talk about a wide range of spectrum of all about things that go on technology based and on the internet, like you said. Cool. So it's a really good show. Really good show. Uh, what else? You mentioned uh, that future Avengers show. I actually pulled that up. Uh, I, I meant to watch an episode on lunch here before we um, recorded tonight because I wanted to try to talk about it. But uh, just looking at the images on Disney Plus and just kind of lately how much I've been watching anime, 
I'm like, yeah, this really yeah. seems like because kind of how he pitched it, the fact that they were trying to bring like the Marvel products to the Japanese audience, and what better way than to take two young kids and throw them <laughs> in with the Avengers and have them like? F- I think the first episode I read the description is like they fight a giant robot. That screams Japanese Dad. anime to me, like right there. <laughs> and so it's like, man, like I really should check this out. Like it looks like it'd be kind of neat. And it does have a neat little style to it. It has that anime style, but it's still the Hulk and still Iron Man that you see. So I think that uh, is definitely a show I want to check out. Now, I don't know. I meant to look when that came out, but it looks like there's only one season. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, I don't know when it, just... when it actually came out. Um, but it's on Disney+. Plus. So, hey, whatever, man. I'll watch it. And who knows if they'll do any more seasons. But it's only it's a handful of episodes, so it's not... Uh, not too long. Um, no. And then, of course, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, he, he brings up, haven't read the book, uh, but, you know, being a Spider-Man fan, I think that it would definitely be cool to see what is kind of happening in the downtime. I always kind of like that when you get more, and I don't know how deep this um, book goes to, but it kind of seems like he was alluding to the fact that it kind of gets you much more Peter Parker okay. than Spider-Man, you know, so you're kind of getting kind of that in-between storyline of in-between the fights and in-between the, the big arcs that's happening in the book. You're kind of getting what's going on at school, going home, on at home. Like, I like that. Um, so that it's for, it. like, the uh, maybe kind of like that leaning towards hardcore-ish fan who wants, is okay with not a Spider-Man book that's just nothing but action and beat him up like it's i think so yeah maybe more of like a dialogue driven yep store that's cool we, get, we gotta get back into comics chris i was telling you before no, we got here we, I, we like, were my, covering comics a lot here on the show we just totally yeah i mean stopped. once i started the avalanche show like so much time was going to that but now i'm kind of in like a flow with that and everything is you know i'm fine and now i i can i can and i want to get back into like my uh my pull list, which has just continued to grow over the past <laughs> several months. But well, I have I mean, gotten back into X-Men a little bit, okay. like the, the new series, so I'm catching up on that. Well, it was the thing. I mean, we were hyping up the new series, and we, you know, whenever all that was going on, and then we just, like, House of X and all that, and then we just... When those ended, and then the, the book started, like... That's when yeah, we fell off. That was it. Right, right. I mean, Doomsday Clock just ended yesterday, so it's finally, you, you know... know that's, that... that's another one I gotta finish. <laughs> but I gotta start from the beginning on that one, because I don't yeah. remember what the hell was going on, so... Because there's two years in between issues. So we will promise. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it on the regular show, too. And by the time you guys hear this, we probably have already started. Uh, but we will uh, be definitely be jumping back into some comics. Because I know there were definitely, we had an audience there that was enjoying the comic conversation. And you know what we should do? We did kind of follow up on, on that. On uh, Marvel Unlimited, still yeah. not a sponsor of the show, they have that uh, section where it's like, you just hit a button and it brings up a random comic. Yes. We should just do that. Hit just, random comic, read it, and then talk about it on the show. Like, we both read the comic, or we uh, each have our we, own? We're uh, bringing our own random comic I think we, to it. Yeah, I mean, we could each do one on our own. Hmm. Right? All right. Could, could be. Well, Turn actually, speaking of podcasts, I mean, we give a lot of podcast recommendations. I really like Marvel's... They do it, like, every... Is it every week or every month where they have, like... You go into Marvel Unlimited, and they're like, read this story arc. And it's, like, yeah. five or six comics, and then they'll do a podcast on it. Right. Love that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Love it. We, we tried that. I think we tried that on The Enthusiast Life, but... All right, well, let's wrap this up, everybody. Thank you here, as always, to our supporters, our Patreon supporters. You guys, or supporters, you guys are the best. You know we love chatting with you guys in the Discord. Love having you on here on the show, talking with you guys. You guys are awesome to talk to. 
And uh, if you want to be a supporter of the uh, show here, all that information is down in the show notes. And you could be just like everybody here tonight and uh, add to the show by giving us topics, sending us audio clips, or even just being a guest on the show. Uh, we would love, love to have you. Uh, more people get involved in it and uh, the Discord conversations. I love now we got a good crew in there. The conversations yeah. are just constantly flowing throughout the day. It's it's great. It's actually a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, so uh, other than that, hopefully uh, nobody will join that is another Broncos fan. We can just limit it <laughs> to our three Broncos fans. That, that's more than enough. Yeah. So if you're a Broncos fan, I you guess can we'll still take join. you. Yeah, maybe you we'll take you. Join. Chris will take you. But, Absolutely. Um, other than that, everybody, thank you here. And uh, with that, catch you guys next month. See ya.